0: Welcome back to The Price for Paradise. My name's Woody, a.k.a. Creston Woods. And with me today, we're bringing back Coach Q, a.k.a. (laughs) Quinn Swindell. Welcome back, brother.
1: What's up, man? Appreciate you for having me on
0: here, man. (laughs) Yeah, of course, dude. So I've I've been wanting to get Q on for like a little while now. because He's been bringing in these toys to the gym and, (laughs) and I swear like... Everyone's like, "What is that?" And then yeah. you, and they see him over there doing some crazy <laughs> Olympic lifts with his uh, NDRX. Yeah, so
1: when I come through that door with that cart, man. People <laughs> like, are like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, they're "Like, what's that?" Like.
0: It's it's just an attachment, man. Come yeah. find out. But before like, we get to the rack, let's yeah. talk. Let's bring it back. Let's talk a little bit about your last um, Olympic lifting uh, meet and like yeah. uh, tell us a little bit how that went and like what what it was and what it went down. All right. So that was my
1: very first Olympic lifting meet and uh, it was an experience. For for first of all, when you stepped in the the building, it felt you could feel the power in there. Like there were so many athletes from different states. And it just like
0: radiated, yeah, right? You
1: just, you just, it just, they stuck. all had you confidence, just, yeah, yeah, like confidence yeah. and power in that building. And like, I never felt like I belonged anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I, um, that, that was, that was the first thing I noticed. Uh there were a few things that, uh, you know, happened that, um, made me for sure, you know, question, you know, like, am I truly good at this or am I still learning? And I learned Throughout, like going through the competition, that I'm still learning because uh, my first three lifts. So your first three lifts are snatches. Okay, you get three of each: three snatches, three clean and jerks. My first three lifts were snatches, and I missed them all three. You missed them all. I missed all three. Well,
0: and, what happened? Like, what was the like so, difference in like training? Because I know you, I see you snatching all the yeah, time. Yeah,
1: And that's the thing. I I'm always back to snatching all the time, but uh, I feel like I could have put more effort into it, um, for sure. Definitely the um, the bar. I've never trained with an Olympic bar, and now I am training with an Olympic bar. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. That that bit me in the butt.
0: So what's the difference in the bars? Is just the difference is
1: the um, the little rings. Where yes. you uh, where you would place your fingers is just they're they're not it's not that the bar is wider or thicker it's just not like a deadlift bar versus yeah, a regular bar it's yeah. still, a same it's still bar. the same size bar it's still the same size bar it's just they're the I think they called narrowings yeah or they're just diff they're just placed differently on it so there, you so. have better
0: hand placement mm-hmm, and so because mm-hmm. you have different hand placement when you're powerlifting versus when you're Olympic lifting yeah, yeah so my hand
1: position wasn't the best but I still went out and tried like I didn't care I was like no I'm getting this weight but <laughs> hey it didn't happen. So as an athlete, I took that as a learning curve. Like you need to practice with an Olympic bar and you also need to work on your snatches more because I actually did get the weight up. I just couldn't stick for some reason, like when I got it above my head. So I would let it go versus, you know, trying to stick it and probably hurt myself. So it was my first competition. So I knew that I wasn't going to go six for six. Yeah, I was just trying to figure it out. I was just trying to figure it out. And I feel like now that I have the... uh, platform a little bit of platform experience from going to that one I feel like I'll go into my next one a little more confident um my uh clean and jerks I got two out of three I got 105 and 110 kg so uh I believe 105 is 220 something pounds or 232 yeah. and then uh 110 is uh 242 so I got those I almost got the, the 120 kg but uh after looking at the video. Yeah, yeah I it, bit myself in the butt on that one. It happens. So, yeah, yeah, it happened. So like, it, it was a great learning curve for me. And I'm definitely going to keep competing. Like that was the first and definitely not the last.
0: Yeah. And it's fun when you like go into something like you think you're really good and then you and you get humbled a little bit. But like and and it gives you that reality check of like, hey, I need to work. It's like it's not over. And that's great because then it's like I'm still in the beginning. So I got a lot to learn, you know. And that's the thing. It's making it's just making me
1: realize it's just making me realize everything that you said was 100 percent true. But it's definitely making me realize more so that I need to work harder. That was what I got from it. That was what I took from the whole day. I was like, bro, you need to work harder. And I'm just going back to what I said in the first podcast. No one cares. (laughs) Work harder. Yeah. Yeah, Just
0: work. And what I tried to like, the thing we say all the time is like, discipline doesn't care about your feelings. Yeah. Because it like, some days you don't feel like it, but you still got to do it, right? Because if you show up to a meet and you didn't prep and you didn't do your work in in the pre, like, yeah, you're not gonna make it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I have, uh, I've noticed. How long noticed did you prep? I prepped for five months. Five months, okay. Yeah, I prepped for five months versus uh, the next one that I'm going into, it'll be in August, that's gonna be almost an eight-month prep because I only took a week off
0: after. Yeah, so you just kind of ran through. Yeah, like next On to yeah, the next one. on
1: to the next one. I took a week off, you know, just to let my body calm down a little bit, get my bearings right, eat a little bit, uh, you know, eat some protein you know do some recovery work and then I got right back to it after a week off. So Hell yeah. uh right now we're in a good I'm in good standing as far as everything goes. I'm working on form and you can never be too good at form. So definitely
0: that's uh Yeah, it's it, so like with Olympic lifting is form is number 1, right?
1: right form and technique is definitely going to be those are going to be a bread and butter. Yeah. yeah. Form and 100%. technique 100 yeah, yeah, I have a few kids at a high school now. I'm helping with their form. Uh, Cause they doing some things
0: that I used to do, as far as like, like ego lift, like try mm, to lift it. Because you're like, mm. I know I'm strong, but like you're not that strong through the whole movement. That's that. That's exactly
1: what Olympic lifting to me is. It's not about your strength. It has nothing. You know, your strength is a part of it. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and say that you don't need to be strong. But <laughs> yeah. your strength isn't the. It's not the. It's not the main key. The main key is your technique. You 100%. have to be very technical with those moves and timing. Yes.
0: Because timing is, you got to be right
1: on time with each movement. Yep, you pull too early, you're going to lean forward, that weight going to come forward. You pull too late, you're going backwards. You got to pull at the right time, you got to make sure you rebend at the the right time. Those are some of the... On Olympic,
0: it's a power... Traditionally...
1: For me, when I say traditional route, meaning I I just made sure I stayed on my meals. Like, uh, I was at, I think I was uh, about like, almost at about 4,000 calories going uh leading into the competition and that helped the strength wasn't the problem like i said it was a technique so i just made sure i stayed on my calories i made sure i stayed on my meals and i just i just stayed disciplined and there was times where i didn't want to eat am i going to lie to you
0: all right and we're back so we had a little snag with the <laughs> uh, recorder we ran out of room but we're gonna keep finishing this off so um so yeah the calorie load is super high um yeah but uh besides that do you do anything like recovery wise like for your body like um with athletics right like like with movement patterns with things of that nature so i came up with this thing
1: where i do mobility monday i know it's not my thing but i believe that on mondays you should i should be doing mobility so monday i do mobility multiple days throughout the week but monday is my mobility day i'm not touching any weights or if I am touching weights, I'm doing mobility first. Like that's the first thing I do, whether I do it at home or I do it here at the gym. I'm making sure I get my mobility in on Mondays. Uh, been going to Ashley. First of all, she's great at what she does. Oh, that woman, one of the best. I like human I said before, that woman is a lyrical genius when it comes <laughs> to what she does to the human body. Yes, she's yeah. a lyrical genius, and I couldn't, I couldn't have asked for. You know, I'm glad that I met her. Yeah. I'm glad because.
0: Lucky to be surrounded yes, by such people.
1: L- there's a lot of greatness in here. There's a lot of people in here that's just, they're just good at their craft, and she's great at what she does. And um, I definitely make sure I try to, you know, schedule with her at least every two weeks or every week if I can, depending on my schedule. Tune everything up, yeah, hit the newbie. I stretch. I stretch a lot at home. I walk a lot. I take like little walks. I'll go on hikes in the morning, but I've been trying to just keep myself mobile, keep myself moving, you know. Motion is lotion. So, yeah. I've been living by that. I preach it, so I got to live by
0: it. Yeah, stagnation so. breeds disease. And, like, if you drink, you, you can't drink from a lake, but you can oh. drink from a running river, right? Because, you know, it filters it out. And okay. so, like, same with your body. Like, if you're not clearing out that inflammation, like, you're just going to get toxic. And you're yeah. going to feel toxic,
1: and you can't clear it out. And that's another thing. I go get massages. I try to go see the chiropractor every now and then um it's just you know as far as schedule a as far, as far as my schedule allows i try to make sure i'm on top of my recovery as well because i noticed uh in like in preparation for the meet that you know recovery is everything because yeah you can lift weights all day but if you're not treating your body right your body's just going to it's just going to crap
0: out on you yeah you can only recover i mean work yeah. as hard as you can recover exactly. and like the sleep right if you don't if you get 5 hours of sleep you only raised your iPhone battery 70%, like, you don't have that much left bandwidth-wise. Like, you don't. I averaged about,
1: I'd say, like, eight and a half to ten hours of sleep, like, in that preparation time. Yeah,
0: I mean, people, like, athletes like LeBron James and, like, uh, uh, who else, Richard Sherman and, like, some of these guys, they, they talk about how they put in Ten hours of sleeping. Yeah, they may have got, like, eight hours one time. They take a two-hour nap. Like, they mm-hmm. need that extra sleep because they yeah. put in so much extra work metabolically. Yep. Right? So like we need that repair. And so you've been including this new rack. So, like, yeah, bring it back to the toy. Yeah. Let's talk about Let's talk the about NVR. The yeah, so this yeah. thing uh is non-varying resistance. Yes. And so yeah, break it down, you're the expert. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say it. I'm an
1: expert. I'm still <laughs> learning man, but uh yeah, non-varying resistance. Picture yourself using a band. And right? And you know typically when you use resistance bands, when you get to a certain point it stops with like all like it, there's no give. Yeah. It, and then when you let it go, it's just going back to its original position. And with
0: a band, it gets tighter yeah. as
1: you pull it, right? Yeah. Where it's different with the rack. Yeah, it's different with the MB rack. So what happens is when you pull the MB rack, if you have it on the first level, let's say that that's 10 to 15 pounds of resistance, you're getting 10 to 15 pounds resistance when you pull and when you release. So it's pulling both ways. It's like having it's almost like having a portable Kaiser. You can hook it up to a squat rack. It takes like
0: oh, so it's the same technology the Kaiser uses, but just yeah, about, you can use it with Olympic lifting. Yeah, you can use the it only with any thing movement. is, this one's just a
1: band versus the Kaiser is air. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. one's just a band, and uh, it's very easy to uh, it's very easy to maintain. There's a little uh, slot in the back. You unscrew it, and if the tension, you know, starts to give out, you just tighten it back up. Boom, you're back to square one. You start all over again, and you got pretty much like a brand new machine. But um, definitely, I feel like uh, MV Rack is gonna. It's it's changed the way I've lifted. It's changed the way some of my clients that have used it lifted. So like, um, for instance, Mark I had him use it, and uh, he seen an increase in strength off of just you know two times after using it. And yeah, I really I really feel like it helps with that power output, your strength. It helps with your explosiveness. You, you can train with that thing so many ways. Like you can hook it up high bar attachment, you can do low bar attachment. It's just, it's whatever you have
0: available to you, man. So And so I think a lot of people, when they lift, they don't think about the acceleration of their lift, yes. right? And so like when we're doing the NV rack, it's like in the middle, uh, you show strength in like how fast you can move the bar. Mm-hmm. And so like when you add that extra resistance, we're working on increasing acceleration, Yeah. right? throughout the entire movement and Mm -hmm. so yeah like a lot of lifters don't like go as slow right so we can do we can find this similar kinds of stuff going time under tension going slow but if as a power athlete right you don't want to be going too slow because you have to train faster patterns yeah right and so so definitely yes um but it does
1: work both ways you can actually move slow with it but i will let you know this i have done some slower movements with the mv rack and it's just gonna suck.
0: It's just gonna suck it's even just, worse. It's, it's like it's gonna suck even like, worse. Like, yeah, yeah, 10 second negative suck but, regardless, yeah. and then you add an Envy Rack, it's that,
1: worse. <laughs> that thing has literally made me, it's made my whole, I'm talking about muscles I've never thought would be sore, have been sore before, like sore after using it. And I'm just like, whoa. Like, what the hell, bro? Like, excuse my language. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, no, like,
1: cool. you see? But that that's the type of reaction you get after using the Envy Rack. But you feel great, too. But you know that you use muscles. that You can feel it. Yeah, you, know you get, you like, neuromuscularly yeah.
0: fatigued all over, too, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Especially when, like, me, I'm normally doing full body when I work out. My full body days are, oh, my God, man. You have no, the next, the next day and then the second day are the worst, man. You wake up and you're like, whoa. Like, I need to stretch. That, that's the first thing I go into is a stretch. I'm like, you know what? It's time to stretch. Like, I know I got a client in about, like, two hours, but I need an hour <laughs> to stretch it. Like, I was going you know, try to do some programming, but it's going to be my, go, body, needs yeah, it my first. body needs it yeah. first, man. So, that, <laughs> Take care that, of that. And rack is definitely, um, it's going to, I feel like it's going to change the way people train.
0: Well, so, yeah, I was going to ask, uh, do you see it, like, plausible for youth athletes i think that it might even be the safer way to train a youth athlete like to figure out the movement patterns and like start with lower weight but still build more muscle to start so let's say foundationally
1: i agree with that let's say you had to train a qb right yeah let's say you got a 15 year old qb you want to train and he has problems with his hips you could definitely. They have hip attachments. They have ankle attachments. They have wrist attachments. Oh, we can work on rotational work. You can work, work on rotational work. Yes, and I honestly, I honestly believe that athletes should be using um, NV rack, especially if you're trying to work on explosiveness, your speed, your strength. If you're trying to work on all of that, if you're trying to work on your stability, definitely NV rack. Like I've already, have, I've already used it for two clients to help them with their hip hinge. Hook them up to the hook them up to the uh, hip attachment, the waist attachment, and I have them do like
0: good morning and like have them like do a good morning. But is mm. the attachment behind them so it pulls it's behind them, them back, so it pulls them it pulls back. the hips back. Yeah. Oh, beautiful! And yeah, it's
1: definitely it's helped it's helped them with their hip hinge like now i have to give very little cues on hey hinge at those hips because they have back problems because they know them. how
0: to activate their hamstrings yeah use them yeah yeah because a lot yeah. of people around with their back and V yeah, definitely
1: definitely forces
0: um more muscle recruitment it
1: definitely forces you to recruit those motor functions definitely
0: yeah and then over time like you you come back to regular lifting and yep. it's kick yeah, it, it feels <laughs>
1: like it it feels like it until you till you put some more weight you like, i need yeah, to you're like, back in i'm back today. to it yeah, yeah <laughs> back to it but definitely man like uh 60s when i'm doing like bench pressing dumbbell bench pressing 60s used to feel a little you know like a little heavy to me now now it's like picking up a 40 man Like <laughs> real tall like 60s feel like 40s now and I'm okay with that because cool. I know that I'm getting stronger, and I like that. Uh, somebody had posted a comment about um, NB rack, and they said it's like a legal steroid, and I could not agree more. A <laughs> legal steroid. Dude, I've increased. I haven't done. I've haven't done half of the work that I've done before getting on NB rack. Like when I say I haven't done half of the work, meaning like how I work, I haven't done yeah. half of that at the speed that I'm moving at until after after using mb rack so i i agree with everything that mb rack stands for i saw it on instagram one day and i was like i need to have that. i need it <laughs> and i hit them up and lo and behold got into a conversation a few days later i became an ambassador for the company so hey you know you just yeah. gotta ask the question hey you just yeah. gotta ask questions all i wanted <laughs> all i wanted was i wanted the product that was it and then yeah. like you know like uh hit it off with the owner of the company man and uh it's been going uphill from there ever since. So,
0: dude, you might be the face of envy, rack. Hey, who knows? <laughs> One I'm, of these days, <laughs> they've already got me
1: on like four sponsored ads. Like, so, <laughs> and I just worked on a promo video today for something that's about to come out. So, yeah. yeah. So, I, and,
0: and why is it not like more available? Why is it not like a big thing? Is it new? Is it like? Is that why? It is newer. Is that, like, is it, it newer? It is newer. It's he's
1: a, he. It's a small company out of, uh, I believe, it's Iowa. I think that's where he's from, but uh definitely um he's uh he just posted the other day that they're going to the NBA combine. So, they're going to have athletes use that and honestly, I, I hope that that goes successful. I know it will be successful, but I hope it goes good because like I said athletes need to be using it. Be Rack brother.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I with it. And then you said it was like a legal steroid uh, for you. Do you do you take anything or is no, that, I don't yeah, take anything. you don't take anything. Yeah, <laughs> when I, I say, say illegal,
1: say. so you know how steroids, they automatically give you yeah, that, like <laughs> that strength increase. Yeah, yeah. They give you that you know that size increase. I do feel like if you use it properly, yeah, you will see a difference within the first thirty to sixty days. I that I can stand by that because oh, I've sure. used it. I've been using it for almost forty five days now, and there's a massive increase in strength. Uh, I used to do uh, clean pulls at like two eighty-five, two seventy-five. Now I'm doing three fifteen, like it's nothing. Yeah, and that's over a thirty-day period. So,
0: do you see uh, anywhere where you could be overtraining with it, or like uh, it, if you program it properly, overtraining is not a thing. Honestly, you could honestly you could overtrain with anything. Anything, right? You yeah, could,
1: I could definitely yeah. see myself almost overtraining, but I'm more I'm more self-aware now than I was when I was in my 20s so um I don't think that'll happen again yeah. uh, I know the I know the dangers of overtraining yeah and I know the signs of my body I can tell the signs on other people but I also would have to get a verbal confirmation from them but as far as I go yes I know when I need to sit down and so definitely I don't see myself overtraining with Rack, but is it possible definitely
0: yeah and then uh for young athletes um Some people like me growing up didn't do a lot of Olympic lifting because I, you know, uh, risk reward. I'm like, I can get just as strong and do these things without having to do some, you know, uh, clean and jerks. And so I didn't over the time. Now I'm looking back. I'm like, maybe I should have. And so, like, what are your thoughts on Olympic lifting and when to start that and like when uh, and progressions and how to get into it? Uh, So as far
1: as Olympic lifting, I feel like everyone should start that. And you should start at an age where I believe you should start at an age where physical literacy is kicked in. You know, they say most kids physical literacy kicks in at about five years old, five years of age. So I'd say probably at about like seven to eight where, you know, the kid is a little more cognizant of who they are, you know, they can definitely start at around that age. I mean, if you have a five year old that you know can grasp the concept of Olympic lifting, hey, by all means go for
0: it. I've seen some five year olds on Instagram. Dude, Dude There's an eleven year old awesome. that <laughs>
1: there's an eleven year old that clean and jerk two hundred pounds yeah yeah like that's
0: parents like your, that's your, your crazy. kids don't need to not work uh, you can start them early yeah like you, you can start them as early as you want like it's not a problem yeah it's, it's people, not a
1: problem it's how you do
0: it yeah you can't just you obviously don't throw them into the freaking yeah, floor of the gym day yeah, one but like yeah. you know teach them movement patterns but, teach them to squat teach them to hinge teach them to push and pull mm, like
1: the major ones i definitely think um i definitely think that uh a lot of um a lot of people should start olympic lifting around probably i'd say if you're not going to do it as a child i definitely think high school age high school age yeah sure. i have a few high school students right now that i'm teaching olympic lifting to and they the way that they're grasping it number one it's a beautiful thing to see i love the i love the evolution of life and then number two is simple fact is it's keeping them off the street so I definitely think everyone should get into some type of Olympic lifting just for the functionality of it and also just it's fun. It's fun, it's fun. Like It's a good time. It's challenging too. That's why I like it. I got into it
0: because it's challenging. It challenges you. It challenges more than because, anything else. Yeah,
1: more than anything. Like traditional resistance is challenging, but I can overcome that. Like, okay, yeah, I didn't get those 70s. Give me 2 minutes, I'll get back on it and get it. Yeah. I didn't get that 245 for that clean and jerk. All right, I can't get it again. Boom. Watch this next week I'll get it. Or tomorrow I'll get it. Like yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like, but then there there come a time where you go to tomorrow, you still can't get it. And I love that because you definitely like you learn a lesson in Olympic lifting. That's it's like a delayed like, gratification yes, lesson. Yeah. Yes. Like you
0: can't do it today.
1: Yep. You gotta work. <laughs> you
0: have to work for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: that's so that's crazy. Uh definitely getting into Olympic lifting, I feel like everyone should do it at some some point in their life. Um hundred percent. There's uh my coach right now, I think he's about 66, 67, and he still does it. So um if he can do it at that age, I feel like everyone should be doing it. But I'm not gonna say yeah. if you're sixty six or sixty seven yeah. jump into it now, but I'm saying he's still doing it. He's been doing it his whole life. So
0: Yeah, and you don't have to Olympic lift it's not like the number. No- no, it, there's the a million ways thing. to get fit. Yeah. But like if you're an athlete, like yeah. uh you know for price of how much time you put into working out and Agreed. how much athleticism you get, Olympic lifting will give you it there faster. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Yeah, yeah
1: I just told a couple of kids that yesterday. They was like, they want to work on, uh, they want to jump higher, they want to run faster. I told them, I said, power cleans, full cleans, and hand cleans. And it was like, that's it? I was like, that's not all you need to do, but that's where you can start. Bro. Yeah,
0: like if you do those things, the foundational mm-hmm. principles for all your other movements will be set. Right. Yeah. Definitely, um, I feel like cleans help with front squats,
1: oh yeah, if you're de- you're pulling into a front squat you're yeah. you're going into a front squat, so
0: so yeah, do you do like accessory lifts like front squats yes. like uh like little bits of the Olympic lift to I guess play with it? yes yeah. i um I do a lot
1: of uh, I do a lot of squats, I do a lot of different variations, I do a lot of single leg work. Cause if you work, if you doing front squats and you're doing back squats, you have to do single leg work. So sometimes you'll catch me uh, doing a uh, Bulgarian split squats or a barbell split squats, or you'll see me doing a uh, single leg RDLs or single leg uh, shrimp squats, like stuff like that. Uh, I do believe that you should do different variations.
0: How many times a week do you lift? Uh, the? The snatch and like the clean and jerk and like three those three days a week. Three and days, and then the rest are like the accessory days. Yeah, the rest accessory
1: okay. like days. So it's about I work out about four to six days a week. It just depends on the week and what I have planned because every week on Sunday, Sunday is my planning days. Uh, I plan out my week and how I want to work that week, what I want to work on, uh, versus uh, like. Um, next month is when in June is when I'll start prepping again for the next show because right now I'm yeah I'm still prepping now, but I will actually be full-fledged into prepping. You'll then. be like
0: dialed in yeah, like on routine in. like everything's yeah. nailed
1: Yeah, even though now yeah, even though now I'm still on routine But my workouts are gonna be pretty much set versus right now. I'm doing like on Sunday Explorative. I'll, yeah, I'm planning like all right, I want to work this I want to work that I want to do that to you know get to the bigger goal so yeah. Yeah, there's always there's always a method to my madness i love it man
0: <laughs> well well thanks a lot for like coming on again yeah. and like getting us into the mind of a olympic lifter yeah. and like talking about some of these new modalities that like yeah. athletes could talk about like yeah, they man. could they should be like looking into this stuff if you're a youth athlete like yeah. this is like look to the envy rack look to like, any way you can get better 'Cause that's what's gonna make the difference. Like everyone else today is working hard. So like Absolutely. what's gonna make the difference.
1: Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you for having me, man. Hey, the price for
0: paradise, right? Yes sir. Uh, Catch man. you guys next God. week on the price for yes, paradise. Sir. My name's Woody and uh, Aloha. All right.